Welcome to Love This Bitch, the podcast that teaches you how to love your life and accomplish your goals through self-compassion and self-coaching. Now here's your host, MBA and Master Certified Professional Life Coach, Lisa Oglesby. Hello, my loves. Thank you for checking out the show or joining me again, whichever the case may be for you. I am actually batch recording these last few episodes and that probably doesn't mean anything to you but you'll kind of see I think a flow because of that. Today I was going to talk about something that connects very well to last week. Um, If you haven't listened to last week's episode check that out and this is a very interesting concept that you would think based on like last week's episode and things that I've talked about before that would have occurred to me but I was actually listening recently to a summary of Mark Manson's book this was kind of like the summary of what they said his book was was based on and that would be the subtle art of not giving a f that book (laughs) and essentially it was like the main idea in that book was to stop trying to change and I was just like of course that's perfect and I also thought that was funny because you know, as a life coach, and I sell life coaching, people come to me because they want to change. (laughs) So of course, when I'm talking to them, when I'm, you know, posting different things, I talk about the change and the difference and you know, what coaching does, and how your life will change. But that's only because (laughs) you can't actually tell someone that The first step is not trying to change. And like we talked about in some of the past episodes, not being so attached to getting rid of things and changing things. And like take anxiety, for example, since I'm an anxiety coach. I was reading the book Unwinding Anxiety and the doctor who wrote that book, and I've mentioned this before, talked about anxiety disorders and he said, you know, it it becomes a disorder at the point where the person is having anxiety about the anxiety. You know, if like if you have a panic attack, for example, here or there, and you know that you have tools and you manage and you know, manage through it, that's not a disorder. It's when you start you know, having panic attacks because you are afraid of panic attacks. And when you, you know, you can't do certain things because you might have a panic attack. So it's really, it's the anxiety about the anxiety that is the disorder that has made it into a problem. (laughs) And so, you know, that is a big part of a lot of the time, the things that we want to change that that attachment like we talked about in the last episode to the idea of changing those things of you know even self-improvement and being better we get so attached to it that we create this identity of you know not good enough I'm not good enough like I am when this thing changes I'll feel better, I'll be better, I'll be good enough. So we're saying, you know, right now in the present, we are not enough, but some future situation or condition will make us feel differently. But, you know, you can only feel differently in this present moment because that's all you have. 
you know, you don't live in the future, you don't live in the past, you live now. You know, we spend all this time thinking of all these changes we need to make, all this improvement, and that's what we think about. And we think about just not being good enough, not being good enough. And the goalposts tend to move, right? We tend to always have another thing that's not good enough. So instead of it being just this lifelong journey, you know, the how we talk about some of the things are practices. They're they're part of a part of our lives. They're things that, you know, we do every day to to manage our thoughts or our feelings. Instead of, you know, living and growing and learning, enjoying the experiences and, you know, being curious about our different reactions to things and and you know how they came about maybe or you know what we could do to grow to learn that kind of change instead of living from that perspective from you know engaged in 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 growth and learning we are focused on saying like what we have right now is bad it's not good enough it's not right it's broken there's something wrong with it and we have to fix it it has to become different, better. And we're constantly striving for this better. And we have this laundry list of things that, that we have to change, that we have to work on, that we have to let go or get over or get through. And that just creates this, this overwhelm, this feeling of I'm stuck. I can't change. You know, because there's so many things like where would you even start? And so you're just trying constantly to just be better in a judgment type sense. And you don't even know, you know, what that means. And it just is a judgment. And you're like, I'm not good enough. I want to be better. You know, not like, how can I grow? How can I, you know, learn to use my unique talents and skills to serve others and enhance my own happiness through serving others in a way that fits me instead it's just like I have to serve 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 I have to do this for this person I have to do that I have to say yes I can never say no you know no one appreciates me and we're going 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 trying to prove trying to earn you know our value but we already have it and it creates like I said it's a negative thing that we carry it's a weight on us instead of an experience that allows us to grow, allows us to flourish in our lives. And, you know, part of it is just that attachment, like we talked about before, to to changing and that focus on things being different than they are. And of course, you know, that ties into our thoughts because sometimes we think I'm not good enough, right? And that's <laughs> that's the problem, that thought. It's not true that you're not good enough, but as long as you just keep trying to change you instead of that thought, the goalpost is always going to keep moving because the underlying belief is that you're not good enough. Another way that stopping trying to change helps you is that allows you to let things be as they are and to be able to observe your thought and how you are perceiving what's going on in your life instead of just immediately connecting to this is bad and this has to change. You know, of course, in his, in the book where he was talking about that, it, 
a lot of it's about you know how much we keep striving and doing for other people and it you know connects us to that ongoing feeling that like we care too much we give too much so it's not that the book is actually about not caring about anything but it's about you know taking a step back and seeing those connections those thoughts that we're making to all these various things that require us to to change to constantly be better and that's you know one of the ways that people talk about sometimes when you're consuming you know positive psychology or even things like the stuff that I put out if you know you're telling yourself I should change I should be happy I should have less anxiety I you know should act this way feel this way do this thing even if those are all like positives right I'm gonna I want to be happier I want to be less annoyed I don't want to have road rage you know even if those are positives and you're thinking it's a good change when you're looking at it all of I'm not good enough and I have to make these changes to be good enough to accept myself to you know to be happy to get others to accept me or you know care about me love me that's when it you know it's creating this negative thing for you and it is a continual cycle of just wanting to change for these negative reasons which is not very motivating right just I need to change because I suck (laughs) it's not it's always going to make you feel like like I said, the goalposts are going to just keep moving because you're you're never going to believe that you're good enough. You'll just think of another thing that you need to change. So a good place to be with that is is kind of connecting back to what we talked about before, not identifying with our thoughts and our feelings and our actions and not connecting to those things, but getting in a practice of being present in the moment you know, stepping out of your head and being present with whatever is going on, the the actual, you know, physical sensations that you have where you are, you know, at work, say, for example, you know, coming out of your head and being like, oh, I'm sitting in front of my computer, the person sitting next to me is talking, you know, what are they saying? What is, you know, listening and actually hearing their voice and hearing what they're saying just to listen and not to respond like different ways of just practicing engaging with our lives and being present and just observing these thoughts that arise you know I need to change I need to do this I need to not hit my snooze you know (laughs) right there you've just woken up and already you are judging yourself and beating yourself up not good enough you hit the snooze again for five times you suck (laughs) that's really motivating right now you really want to get out of bed and conquer the day not even beating yourself up for that just noticing it just starting to notice things and let them be and practice that not resisting not judging not engaging with them you know running away with the thoughts or judging the thoughts and how they need to stop but just allowing whatever is to be and just that's the practice you're not going to get there you're not going to one day wake up and you're not judging anything and 
you're not wanting anything to change. It's even a difficult thing because we're used to living in our heads all the time. I was, <laughs> I was practicing the other day, just I was walking into my bathroom and I was like, okay, I'm going to be present walking into the bathroom. And I felt the tile on my feet and I was like, oh, that feels kind of cold. That feels nice. I like it. It's good. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, I can't, I couldn't even walk into the bathroom without my brain like judging it and putting it in a box and all that. But, you know, I laughed about it. I wasn't, oh, I can't be present in the moment, not beating myself up, but just noticing it, like how fast it is that, that our brain, you know, jumps in to do its job and help us classify things. It's not a bad thing, but being able to say, step back and, and just observe it and not be engaged. And of course, I'm not attached to the cold towel being a good thing. <laughs> if it were colder, I could see being attached to it being too cold and then being upset that my feet were cold. So <laughs> it's a small example, but you take the point. When we just allow things and just practice observing our reactions and our thoughts to things, this is actually a good start for making changes that we do want to make for, you know, laying a foundation so that we can grow and learn instead of, you know, focusing on changing just because we think we're not good enough. It's a, it's a totally different approach as, as we've talked about before. And it specifically, you know, we've talked a lot about failure. And when you don't think of failure as just a thought or just your evaluation of a particular event and you think about it as I'm you know I'm a failure because I failed it makes it very weighty and heavy and then it holds you back and you don't go after things when you know the truth is everyone who's ever achieved anything has failed and it's just part of the process and it's just lets you look at it and say okay well what do we think went right here? What do we think, you know, went wrong or that we could change in the future to get a different outcome? And it's a learning experience. A lot of people, you know, will tell you to go after things and to experience failure because it's a learning opportunity. And if you're not experiencing it, you're not pushing any of those comfort zones. And so, you know, those people have a positive mindset about failure because it's just an opportunity to grow, to learn. It's not like, you know, when they're looking at, well, what can we change? What can we tweak because of this event? It's not a judgment. It's not this big thing of this has to change. This was a failure. We, you know, let's cut this product line or let's fire people. Heads will roll. <laughs> it's not like that. It's a curious you know, a self-compassionate type approach. Like, hmm, let me look at what happened here and, you know, what changes I can make in the future. And then I'll learn, right? I'll learn like, oh, this, this didn't work and this works. It doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean you're not intelligent. In fact, being able to, you know, troubleshoot and figure it out and move forward, you know, that shows a growth mindset. That shows a, a kind of intelligence instead of saying, oh, I failed. I'm a failure. I'm an idiot this is a bad thing, right? It's just feedback and you continue to grow and learn. So maybe try for the next few days, for the next week, looking at your life and being the observer and witnessing things 
and not trying to change anything, right? All that pressure that you've been putting on yourself to be more, to be better, you know, if it's negative, you know, I've said this many times before, but how I used to have that saying, be better every day. And for me, it was a judgment and a negativity. And then I heard Jay Shetty on his podcast say that that was his motto. And for him, it was like, it was like, all I've got to do is just be a little better every day, just grow a little bit. And that's great. And that's, you know, that was very inspiring for him because of the way he was thinking about it with that growth mindset. But me, I was just like, you're just so horrible. But you know, just be a little better every day and try to try to mitigate it as little as you can. So it was not a good thought. If that's where you're at, if you know, the things that you want to change are about, you know, you not being enough or you needing to gain some something like your value which you can't gain you just have you know or earn respect or earn something acknowledgement from other people you know if you're carrying around all these heavy judgments and that you have to change for those reasons and it's not about learning and growth. It's not a, you're not interested and curious and, and just wanting, you know, to have a fuller experience or a full experience. Then, you know, I challenge you to, to let that go, to notice every time that you're wanting to change yourself with negative thoughts behind it and just observe it and don't, no goals this week, right? No motivated Mondays where everything's going to be different and you're going to be this different person, but just let everything be and observe the thoughts that you're having, you know, what you're saying about yourself if the laundry didn't get done or if you hit snooze five times or if your business didn't hit whatever sales goal for the third month in a row or, you know, the kids didn't sit down and with you know their hands in their laps and twiddle their thumbs in the restaurant but they they ran all over and threw forks at each other (laughs) whatever it is just observe you know the judgment that's going on observe the thoughts about how it has to change and just be witness to that and see what those thoughts are behind it don't pressure yourself don't try to to change those things but just allow them to be and work on having compassion and support for yourself so that you can, you know, see like, I'm just a human being. I'm a person. None of this, none of this detracts from my value as a human being. Like I have value. I am worthy. You know, I am worthy of love and I don't have to change a thing. And you don't. You don't have to change a thing. So I would love for you to just have a practice, even if it's like just the next week, seven days of just noticing anytime you want to change yourself for negative motivations and giving yourself compassion and acceptance and love for who you are, right where you are with no, no need to change anything at that moment and see how you feel you know, at the end of that week and how things may be different for you and that you may be open to a different mindset behind change 
behind growth instead of just this idea that you have to change, that you're not good enough and that you, you know, need to do something differently to feel better or to be better. So let me know how that goes for you. I would love to hear from you. If you're just like, "Ah, I have no idea how I would even begin to let go of, you know, all the judgments against myself and all the things that I need to do better, hit me up with the connection call and we'll talk about how working with me one-on-one as your coach, I can help you, you know, practice those things and, and, you know, we can figure out the tools that you need to break it down on a daily level in your real life so that you can, you know, grow and make the positive changes that you would like and feel better from a place of, you know, of growth and enjoying your life and not from judgment. So I would love to help you do that. And hopefully today's podcast episode is a start for you. And check out the past episodes if you're not called up. And I will also see you hopefully next week. 